0: How often do you praise God? Only when something special happens, when you go to church or hear a certain song? The Bible teaches we should praise God at all times. Psalms 113 verse 3 says, From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Maybe I'm not as contemporary as you are, but I've learned to praise God in all situations, in victory and defeat, when I'm in need or experiencing plenty, when I'm happy and when I'm sad. Praise may not immediately change every situation, but it will change my perspective. Until God does Try this The next time you're discouraged Start praising God When you feel overwhelmed Start praising God When your relationships are in trouble Start praising God I know it gets hard sometimes But I want you to take the next 24 hours To praise the Lord at every opportunity And watch how quickly everything inside you shifts For more, go to GraceChurchVA.org That's GraceChurchVA.org And as always, live big Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Give yeah. my life bigger than yourself. You're created for.
1: Welcome to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer, Senior Pastor of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Visit gracechurchva.org for this message and to find out more about how you can grow in Christ. We serve a big God, and we believe that His Word calls for us to live big. So our prayer is that this broadcast empowers you to live a life so big that it blesses everyone and everything around you. Let's get into the teaching.
0: Open your Bible to Psalm 150. Uh, today we're we're going to continue in our series on the Psalms. Now we may pivot in a couple of weeks, and what what then happen is I'll just salt the rest of the year with various Psalms during our Bible study. But today we're going to be in Psalms 150, which is the last Psalm of the Psalter. And in verse one, uh, the, the the psalmist says, "Praise the Lord." Now, literally in the Hebrew. What's written there is hallelujah. Yah or Jah. We pronounce it Jah, Jehovah. Uh, but Yah is Yahweh. represents God. Hallel means praise. So what this, this word is literally, what, what it literally says in Hebrew is hallelujah. Hallelujah, And we're going to we're going to discover that this song begins with a hallelujah and it ends with a hallelujah. Now, hallelujah is an action word. It literally means to shout with joy. And the tense is imperative, meaning it's very important and it's absolutely necessary in the life of the worshiper. Uh, Praising the Lord is not just a suggestion. It is an absolute command in scripture. In fact, I will never trust a preacher who does not worship God, because to know him is to worship him. He says, hallelujah, or praise the Lord. Now, the psalmist begins by telling us what to do, and that's praise the Lord. Uh, and to do it, again, enthusiastically, and in this case, uh, with shouts of joy. And it's also in the imperative sense that lets us know that we're to do it right now. We are to praise the Lord and do it. Now, and the way the book of Psalms ends here in 150 is really important because uh, in this Psalm, it doesn't really end with further revelation, further uh, prophecy or further explanation to any of its earlier points. It simply ends with an application. Um, and the application is us saying hallelujah in our lives. So if you want to know what you're expected to do after all the teaching, after all the preaching, after all the learning, after all the repenting is done, praise him, praise him, praise him. He said, praise God in his sanctuary. So the first statement tells us uh, what to do to praise. Uh, it also tells us uh, uh, when to do it right now is imperative. But here in this next clause, we see uh where we're to do it. He says, I will praise God uh in his sanctuary. So we're to praise him when we're up, we're to praise him when we're down, when things are going well, when things aren't going so well. Uh, but it's always a special experience to 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 praise God and to worship God with my brothers and sisters uh, in God's house. And he said, praise God in his sanctuary and this is why I know we're coming back to church uh, someday soon because we're going to do it in the sanctuary you know the, the difference between live streaming and coming to church is a little bit like you know uh, the difference between Skyping your girlfriend or, or your girl or, or the person you love or being with her in person and right now we're, we're Skyping I mean we're, we're, we're uh, uh, doing this thing virtually but it's not optimally, optimal. This is not what we we long for the most, but it's, it's necessary in the meantime. And God is honoring it. He'll continue to reach you. This is the next best thing. But there's nothing like us gathering together in the sanctuary. And then it goes on to say now initially he said, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Here he says, praise him which is literally hallelujah. So some songs you hear them, uh, the, the singer sing hallelujah. Other songs you hear him say hallelujah. Hallelujah means praise him. So it says praise him in his firmament. So we're to praise him in this sanctuary, which speaks of on earth, but the heavens also, my Bible says, declare his glory. Let everything in heaven and earth Praise Him. So the, the psalmist here covered what we should do, praise the Lord. When we should do it, right now. Uh, he covered where? In the sanctuary and also in the heavens above. Next, he's going to tell us why we should hallelujah, why we should praise the Lord. There's reasons why we see say hallelujah in the house of God. There's a reason why we wake up singing hallelujah. And, and many times we ought to go to bed saying hallelujah. Praise Him, number, verse 2, or hallelujah for his mighty acts. Now, mighty acts can be translated heroic deeds here. Now, not, not all superheroes wear a cape, uh, mine wore a cross. Uh, but it says, praise him for his heroic or mighty deeds. I am zero without my Hero, And if God has done anything in your life where we're, we're celebrating, can, you know, can, can you think of, 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 of a time he brought you through uh, a time he, he he took you over um, that, that that should should be a reason for you to have a hallelujah in this moment. If he just did it once, it's enough to give him a shout and to give him a praise. He said, praise him or hallelujah, according to his excellent greatness. Now, the only thing greater than praising God for what he's done it's praising him for who he is. Now he says praise him according to his excellent greatness. Now if you if you want to sound sophisticated you could say praise him according to his infinite majesty but when you look at the, the original language here uh, this excellent Greatness really speaks of someone with great might and, and power. And to put it in a way that we can all understand, praise him uh, or praise the one who, who knows how to uh, knock a knucklehead out. So praise him according to his excellent greatness. He far surpasses every devil. He far surpasses every circumstance. He's greater than anything that has been created. He is the almighty, the, the, the on time God. Now we see here in, in Psalm 150, he dealt with what? He dealt with when he uh, dealt with where and and in this last verse, he dealt with why we praise him because he's done great things. We also praise him because of simply who he is. But now he talks about how we should praise the Lord. So verse three says praise him or hallelujah with the sound of the trumpet. Why does he say this? Because our voices are sometimes too feeble. Um, you know, as, as loud and and as vibrant as you know, uh, we we want to worship God with with our tongues and our lips. It doesn't get it all done, so he he adds something to to vocal and verbal praise. Praise Him with the sound of the what trumpet? Now this was the ancient chauffeur. They didn't have a uh, you know metal trumpets like like you know uh, we have uh, you know in, in jazz and all the rest. But it was it was the chauffeur. And uh, the shofar was the loudest, a clearest and most unmistakable instrument out of everything uh, in the band. And what God is saying here, uh, he wants all people to know that we're not ashamed to worship. He begins with this instrument because this instrument is not an instrument that you, you, you can sound and no one hears. This is never a tinkle. The shofar was used to call assemblies. The shofar was used. To, to cause, you know, thousands of troops to go off into war. It was a very, very uh, uh, distinct and, and powerful and clear instrument. And again, we are not to be ashamed of our worship. We are to, to, to celebrate him with all our hearts, our mind and strength. We're not to make an uncertain sound when it comes to worshiping our God. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him, or hallelujah, with the lute, similar to a guitar here, and harp, another string instrument. Uh, then it says, hallelujah, praise him with the timbre, which is the drum, and dance. Now, uh, the term translated dance here uh, actually speaks of a particular instrument that uh, people tended to dance to. Uh, Miriam, uh, when, when she sung that great song, when the children of Israel crossed over the Red Sea, Uh, there there was there was this instrument used and all the women uh, danced. So this instrument actually became synonymous with the term dance. And this is important. God was kind enough to give us our hands and our feet and we ought to use them in the worship of him. Now, praise him with the timbre and with the what? dance. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with dancing in the church. There's nothing wrong with moving in the church. Uh, God wants us to use every part of us to celebrate him. And again, sometimes my mouth is not enough. I have to use my hands. Sometimes my hands are not enough. I have to use my feet. And and often that's not enough. I want to also hear the band and I want to hear other singers singing with me. He said, praise him with the timbrel and praise him with the what? dance you know you could be still if you want to but I know where the Lord has brought me from and I am so grateful and I want to praise him with all my might all my strength in fact David said at one point you know I'm you know people got upset because he you know he was too exuberant in his praise he was dancing and and swinging off uh, slinging off some of his royal garments his wife got upset but he's like you ain't seen nothing yet I'm going to worship my God because 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 you don't know uh, you know, w- w- what it was like when I was shepherding those sheep and how, sheep and how God brought me out and and put me and, uh, on the throne and seated me where I am today. I know my story. I know my journey. I-, I know that I shouldn't be in my right mind, but God has kept me. So you can get upset about my praise if you want to, but I'm going to praise my God. And uh, that's exactly what he did. He said, praise him or oh, hallel or oh, hallelujah, forgive me, or oh, hallelujah, with the stringed instruments and flutes. These are other winged Instruments. And he's getting at something. Let's keep going. He says, Hallelujah. Praise him with loud cymbals. So I know it says loud there, but these are the softer cymbals of the cymbals. These are the cymbals you, you, you clashed or something like a tamarind, perhaps, uh, you know, below, uh, your, your shoulders. But the, the, the high sounding cymbals you often clashed uh, above your head. It says, Praise him or Hallelujah with clashing cymbals. These are the loud. Symbols, But what I want you to see here is the psalmist includes every class of instruments accessible at that time in history. So there was brass, there was wind, there was percussion, everything needed for a full ensemble. So, you know, even in this building, we didn't just invest in a ceiling and roof and, and, and seating. Uh, neither do are we doing that in our new campus. We want to honor God with everything excellent that our generation has to offer. They didn't have electric pianos back then or electric guitars, but we do now, and we're gonna use them for God's glory. But what I want you to see here, according to the psalmist, praising God is, is 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 too great for just one human voice. Now, God doesn't despise one voice, God doesn't look down on you if you're only one voice uh, at any given time. But nonetheless, uh, the, the greatest way to praise God is when all of us come together and, and, and worship him. There's this power in unity. There's also honor and dignity in the fact that not just one, but many decided they wanted to come to worship the Lord. So, so the book of Psalms ends answering, you know, uh, Uh, Any remaining questions as to when we should worship, you know, what we should worship, uh, where, why, how. But finally, in this last verse, and I'm coming to the close early, but we're going to end with a a time of, of, of worship in just a moment or time of praise. He answers the question, who should praise? And this is important because this is the final psalm and there are five actual sections in the psalms. And each section of the psalm is filled with a doxology. And this section of the psalm is also uh, uh, ended, forgive me, with a doxology. And and in this case, it's not just the fifth section of the psalms that this chapter is a doxology of. It's of the entire book. And he wants to make sure, God wants to make sure, that we know exactly who it is God wants to praise the Lord. Not your neighbor, not just that person that's just a little bit more emotional than you. Not that person, you know, that might live around the corner that's just, you know, a little bit more needy than you. No, we're about to read who should praise the Lord. Verse six, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So if you have breath, you ought to have a hallelujah. It's not just for folks that go to a certain type of church. It's not just for a certain type of a, a person. It says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. In fact, according to this verse, you don't even have to be a person, just a thing, because it says, Everything that has breath. This means all the animals. This means anything that can breathe ought to be praising and celebrating our God. Let everything that has breath praise the lord so as long as i have breath in 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 my body and strength in my lungs i will praise him
1: you are listening to the live big broadcast with bishop Derek greer stay tuned and we will be right back with the rest of today's teaching
2: the desire for personal and professional development is a characteristic of successful leaders It's the desire for growth and to serve with excellence that makes a great leader. The pathway to becoming a better leader isn't always easy. Busy schedules, finding proven resources, and networking with like-minded individuals can be challenging and time-consuming. If this sounds familiar, check out the Renaissance Leadership Network, where you will connect to a dynamic group of peers. Find premium resources and expertise from time-tested world-class leaders to help propel you towards your leadership goals. Best of all, the Renaissance Leadership Network offers ISet continuing education units for its learning events that comply with the ansi ISet Continuing Education and Training Standard. For more information, go to rlnleadership.com and learn more about membership benefits designed to take you to the next level of leadership. While you are there, be sure to register for the next online leadership
1: session. Now back to today's teaching.
0: And what he's saying is all the creatures ab- above, all, all the, the, the uh, on the earth below – I want to summarize these 150 Psalms and the the way he summarized it. And by the way, in the Psalms, we get the highs and the lows and and we get the grief and and pain and anguish. But the way he ends this thing is is, is important. It's with a hallelujah. The final statement, again, the first statement of, of Psalm 150 was hallelujah, praise the Lord. And the last statement of Psalms 150 is hallelujah, praise the Lord. But also the last statement in the Psalms. Uh, all together, is hallelujah. He says praise in English, praise the Lord. So it ends with a hallelujah. It it, it begins with a hallelujah. And every morning should begin with a hallelujah. And your night should end with a hallelujah. And here's my question today. Has circumstances stolen your hallelujah? Has, Has COVID stolen your hallelujah? Has some financial issues stolen your hallelujah? Has uh? maybe some personal weaknesses stolen, your hallelujah. The book of Psalms is all about David trying to hold on to his hallelujah. David sometimes fighting through to to worship God, despite his circumstance, despite uh, besetting sins, this, this, despite issues that he was facing in his life. And he summarizes the whole book with a hallelujah. So we don't always have to be deep. You don't have to know all the names of God to worship God. You don't have to memorize all the scriptures in the Bible. A Simple hallelujah will do. If you could say hallelujah from your heart, you have captured the spirit of the Psalms. You, you, you have captured what the Psalm intent, the Psalms intended to, to release into your heart and into your life. He ends the Psalms with hallelujah, and I think uh, as as we end for this this uh, this portion of our study of the Book of Psalms, again we're gonna. Salted throughout the, the year, uh, our, our Bible studies with some Psalms. I think this is a great way to end simply by saying hallelujah. You know, at times when I am challenged, um, times when, you know, uh, there's all types of things that happen around me. I know people think that I just lived this incredibly uh, blessed life. And, and yeah, God has, has blessed us and I'm sure he's blessed you too. But I'll tell you something, we, we face some very, very challenging circumstances, situations. Everyone uh, doesn't love me just like everyone doesn't love you. Everyone's not for me just like they're not for you. Stuff happens in my house just like it happens in, in your house, there's no immunity to life. And sometimes, you know, I just have to find my hallelujah and stuff is happening. And just like in the Psalms, you know, things are trying to pull me down. And, and you know, David, you know, last uh, week before last, we talked about how he had to courage himself Uh, in in the Lord, but bless the Lord, all my soul, all that's within me, bless his holy name. And and that very well, he may have written that psalm while he was encouraging himself uh, when his men abandoned him at Ziklag. But that's an aside. The point is, we'll all have uh, moments uh, throughout the day. Maybe every now and then you'll have a day that's just hunky-dory word, you know, wonderful. Uh, Hunky-dory, that's my new word, by the way. Uh, It's just wonderful uh, throughout. But the reality is there are times that I got to just, you know, stand toe to toe with myself, the world, my flesh and the enemy. And just say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't feel like it. You know, things are going. But hallelujah, Lord, I will praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are good, God. You are the only one. I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. And then I'll, I'll just say hallelujah a few times. And before long, I can't help. Hallelujah. And, and and it captures, I'm, I'm praising God actually in Hebrew. And to us, it has as much meaning as it meant or it had for the Hebrews. But my hallelujah is costly. In, in the middle of, of things going sideways, I've learned to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. This power in our hallelujah. We are commanded to say hallelujah. It is imperative. It is something that we should do right now. Say hallelujah. No matter what's happening, just lift your hands and say hallelujah. Hallelujah! And what happens when we come together, particularly on Sundays? and Even though, even right now, you know, on, on live stream, you're saying Hallelujah in your house. Someone else is saying Hallelujah two blocks down the road. Someone else is saying Hallelujah in Stafford. Another person in PG County. Another person in DC. And these Hallelujahs all ascend to God, and He, and he hears His people, even though this diff- distance. He hears us corporately saying Hallelujah. And when we do it, He releases a blessing on us. That that we would not get any other way. So in a couple moments, uh, we're going to have Angie come and uh, she's going to lead us in a time uh, of worship. And I just want you to put a hallelujah back in your life. I know stuff's happening, but God is happening. I mean, God is. God always will be. Uh, God is in control. So don't put stuff above God. Just say hallelujah, hallelujah. And enough hallelujahs, all of a sudden I start feeling okay. A few more hallelujahs. All of a sudden, you know, I'm starting to forget about what was bothering me uh, because I'm focusing on the God that's faithful, the God that that loved me, the God that's called me, the God that's bigger than all of my circumstances. And and what I want you to do is get your hallelujah back. I could teach all the Psalms all I want and and we could dig into everything David went through and learn a whole bunch of lessons. But if you don't leave the book with a hallelujah, what was the point? So tonight. As Angie sings, even if you don't know the words, it's a song that we all know. In fact, we, we sung it at a park in praise. So you should know this song, but if you don't, just say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And as you do that, watch things begin to shift. In fact, when she's done singing, you keep singing. You keep singing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And watch what the Lord does in your life.
1: This has been Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. Access this message and much more for free at gracechurchva.org. We also invite you to join the Grace Church family for worship online every Sunday and Wednesday on social media at gracechurchva or on our website at gracechurchva.org. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember... Live big.
0: Hi, this is Bishop Derek Greer, and I want to invite you into the booth for another Ministry Minute. We've all been told to give thanks in all things, but how do you give thanks when you just lost your job? How do you give thanks when the doctor just told you that you have stage four cancer? How do you give thanks when after 25 years of marriage, your, your spouse asks for a divorce? You may think, surely God doesn't expect for me to always be filled with praise and thankfulness. But scripture confirms that he actually does. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and 18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. When life gets tough, it helps to remember that we're being asked to give thanks in everything, not for everything. Whether you understand it or not. Giving thanks expresses trust in God's perfect plan, believing that he's still able to work all things together for your good according to his purposes. When we remain thankful through the hard moments, it builds our faith. It also reminds us of our dependence on God. And it shifts our focus from what is wrong to his ultimate ability to make all things wrong right. Thanks so much for joining us today. For more content like this, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And and while you're there, remember to like and to share this video. Also, don't forget to hit your notification bell to receive future videos. We want to tell you about something new that we're really, really excited about. It's Live Big Magazine. Live Big Magazine is a free quarterly magazine featuring premium articles from Derek Greer and other expert contributors. It's all designed to help you live bigger in key areas of your life, such as faith, business, mental health, parenting, and a whole lot more. The good news is that it's absolutely free with no strings attached. we will even pay for shipping. All you have to do is go to DerekGreer.com slash magazine. That's DerekGreer.com slash magazine to claim your free subscription today.